What's up, Equine Nation? I'm Brian King. And I'm Coach Candace. And this is Training Talk on the Iron Horse Community Podcast. This is going to be the uh, morning edition. We're sitting outside here, uh, beautiful sunrise coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Coach, as I uh, check out this view, why don't you hit me with some announcements, please? Yeah, so you will listen to this on Friday. Tomorrow is the Saturday before the Saturday of our Summer Slam, which will be, or be June 24th. Super excited. We have a huge influx of you coming in for that. So it'll be a really, really great deal. And uh, if you're not participating in that, do know that we will not have classes that morning or open gym. Um, but do come out, support your fellow members. It's going to be a blast. We're really excited about this one. Come cheer us on. Heck yeah. And then coming in quarter three, we're you know moving into the next Driven Workshop. If you have no idea what that is, um, we do have a podcast from a little while back that you should dive into but as always you can pull us aside to talk about that that'll be july 17th and 18th and ultimately my job as your coach isn't just to teach you how to do snatches and burpees and all that great stuff that we all love um, or maybe maybe we don't love so much sometimes but we still do it because it makes us better um but you know i want to i want to help you guys on a deeper level and I've uh, been doing this stuff a long time, and I've realized that it's not enough just to teach you for one hour on the floor. If we really want to help you live a longer, happier, healthier life, we got to figure out what's going on in the other 23 hours outside the gym. So if you've been spinning your wheels with the same goals, whether it's year after year or, I mean, decade after decade for some of us, or it's weight loss, trying to get control of your nutrition, whatever those things are for you, this is the workshop that's going to help propel you forward and uh, try to get some clarity on where you are, where you want to go, why it's important, how you're going to get there, and to do it in a very close-knit environment with your fellow community. So if you want some more information on that, shoot us an email or pull me aside. And then on July 24th, we have a pool and tie-dye party, which we're really excited to put on. Uh, Member Amanda Kaywood has been so kind and gracious as to allow us to come into her backyard with her new pool to kind of crash back there and have some fun break it in a little bit (laughs) so we'll have some more details coming your way for that but we have some really good and exciting things coming your way cannonball competition i'm gonna start challenging some people all right (laughs) thanks coach um so let's talk about training and where we've been going and coming up to leading up to this point uh tell me a little bit about that yeah so if you've been participating in the barbell club we'll have our final barbell club day monday and uh, that'll be at 5.30 p.m. with Coach Cherry in the Oli room. So come in if you want to max out your snatch, your clean and jerk. He's been working really hard on the programming for you all to, to prepare you for that. Um, so that will be the final day of the current bar- barbell club cycle for a little while. And then we'll kind of re-shift gears and get back into it coming in into the fall. And, uh, you know, with the general programming, you know, I'm on the main floor here. You know, we've, we've done a really good job uh, with coach grant taking the reins and really kind of guide us through us and we've created a lot more structure and as you have mentioned like a battle rhythm which i really Mm -hmm. like that term Mm -hmm. um so you know we've been preparing you guys for a crossfit total which we'll dive a little bit more into here in a minute but basically you know we're trying to get you guys to lift monday wednesday fridays weeks one through three and on tuesday thursdays maybe even saturdays those are a little bit more long duration workouts and uh, the lift days will kind of finish with something short and fast. 
And uh, the reason we've really dialed that in is, you know, I'm a big believer in that we should all be at least getting four days a week of exercise. And even on those days we don't exercise, we need to be out and moving, whether it's walking, going for a really low intensity jog, going for a hike, active recovery. Um, And then it was kind of reinforced by some education stuff that I've been diving into. So if you don't know Brendan Burchard, it's someone to look into. He's very influential. Um, And one of the peak high performance things that he does been doing research for a long time on this stuff that's one of the things that comes up so twice a week high intensity two other times a week some type of long duration moderate intensity so just to hear that was just reinforcing and i wanted to kind of let you guys know that we're really trying to work to to make sure that we do that and then on week four we kind of mix it up a little bit on you know we have a tuesday thursday saturday lift day followed by some high intensity and then we shift it a little with the Monday and the Wednesday, where we're actually doing a longer duration, slow intensity or moderate intensity piece. So um, lots of thought going into this that week four, even week one, sometimes we'll see um, some type of benchmark. Like today, if you're coming in, we have DT, which is my favorite workout on earth and CrossFit. And then going into this next week will be a transitional week before we start a brand new cycle after SummerSlam. And, uh, you know, we'll get Nancy, that's another benchmark that'll be coming up this week. So be on the lookout with your emails and the, the specifics of that. All right. So you uh, you kind of touched on a little bit what we're going to be going into with the CrossFit Total coming up. Um, we got a week break uh, for next week leading into SummerSlam. And then after SummerSlam, what can we expect? Yeah, so going in the next cycle, we're going to start shifting gears into lower rep ranges and that's where you can really build some deep strength so we'll do some doubles maybe some singles and then by the end of it we want to do the crossfit total so if you don't know what the crossfit total is if you're doing it verbatim it's a one rep max strip press a one rep max back squat followed by a one rep max deadlift and technically you're supposed to warm up and then you're to declare your starting load. So let's say you, you're like, hey, I'm gonna start with you know 100 pounds on the bar for my strict press. You go for it, you get it. That should be something you're very confident you're gonna hit. The second one is gonna be something you're like, ah, I don't know if I'm gonna hit this, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident. You go for it, hopefully there's success. And that third one's the one where you're like, ah, go I'm going for it. I have no go idea what's it. gonna happen here. Yeah, so that's technically how you're supposed to do it. You just have three lifts, three attempts take it and then you total them all up at the end with your best for the crossfit total score Um, but sometimes you know we get really excited in there we start ringing the hell out of the bell sometimes we do a little bit more than the the three attempts that's okay Um, but we'll have more details coming your way for that we really just want to kind of get you guys to have some baseline numbers with your strength specific movements nice nice all right so it sounds like a lot coming up, uh, low and slow, kind of like barbecue uh, with, <laughs> with the movements, with the movements. All right. Um, so as everybody knows, it's getting hot. It's, it's bikini season, uh, but with that comes the heat. We went from basically monsoon season straight into straight up heat, feeling like Houston and Florida out there. Um, let's talk a little bit about a, a PSA about this heat because it can, it can be dangerous if you, don't, if you don't respect it and treat it properly. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, hydration coach yeah I mean you may have heard already that we're big believers in that we at least need to have you know half your weight or body weight in ounces of water a day Um, but I mean in the summer months you probably need to be doing a lot more than that especially if you're coming in you're doing like a two a day Um, but for a lot of people that's very difficult and I think 
one of the best ways you can do that is to habit stack. And we've talk about, talked about this a couple times in the past, but if you don't know what habit stacking it is, it's basically like if you have something that you're really, really good at, let's say for me, I'm really good at having a cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> That's part of my routine. But to, to stack something that I want to work on with that. So for some of us, we've been coming out of the Driven Workshop, been practicing this mm -hmm. and had a lot of success. Um, I love it now is to take that opportunity in the morning to start your day with a glass of water and bonus points if you can squeeze you know, a lemon in there, uh, make sure it's organic, sprinkle some Himalayan salt in there and uh, before you can even earn that coffee. So that would be an example of some type of habit stacking. Maybe for you it's reading in the morning and you wanna habit stack with having that glass of water that maybe you're not really excited about because it feels like it's forced, but it's so, so important. Another example could be, I know a lot of people will have like a large jug and not necessarily a gallon. I would make sure that you really um, know exactly what you need if you're drinking that much each day. Lots of high electrolytes. Um, but have that amount that you need for the day and make sure that by the end of the day, you've actually drank all of it however you do. Um, for me, that's very difficult. I don't know about you, Brian. No, I'm a, I'm a, I pace myself throughout the day. Uh, small, but you start smaller. with a... No, I do smaller. Oh, okay. I do smaller chunks and I fill it, or smaller jugs and I fill it up multiple times. I make sure I need to, you know, I got to check off three of those. Basically. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So you and I are a lot alike in yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, but you know, if if you're not the big jug person that's got to finish it by the end of the day, um, that's okay too. I would encourage to do the opposite because if you have a jug and you're you're trying to get it done, sometimes we can overhydrate at certain times during the day. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I haven't drank it, and then at the end of the day. You're chugging the entire thing, and then you're waking up in the middle of the night, you're peeing often. Um, so we kind of want to spread it out if possible. Another tip for you guys is, you know, setting alarms to remind you, even if you don't engage in drinking the water, like just having that reminder, sometimes, you know, over time you'll be like, ah, oh, I know this is my opportunity to have that second glass of water, my third glass of water. And the more you hear it, eventually you're like, okay, I know I got to do this. <laughs> Especially if you're coming in and you're not feeling so good and you're, you're tending to overheat. So be very, very cautious going into this, guys. And uh, lots of electrolytes, you know, that's sodium. Sprinkle some salt on your food. That's potassium. Have a banana. If you're not buying those, I think it's noon tablets, none tablets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, or you made mention of a really good brand that uh, I have yet to try. Liquid IV. Liquid IV. So make sure you're getting lots of electrolytes too. And I would actually um, encourage you to alternate water, clear water plain water with actual uh, yeah. a glass of hydrated water so yeah. electrolyte water um what doesn't count towards that <laughs> that half that half your body weight in ounces total coffee coffee does not count does not count it has water in it but that will that will quickly dehydrate you yeah. um, sugary drinks your vitamin waters that they advertise so eloquently to try to pull <laughs> you in that stuff is terrible for us um gatorade soda be careful with those things guys it's uh their job is to make money, so they're going to do whatever they can to convince you that it's great for you, but we got to be really, really smart. Okay. Any other tips for uh, acclimatization to heat? Yes. Um, even if you live in Texas, you got to be acclimated to time of day that you're working out too. Um, if you're traveling here, this is your first exposure. We had a new member that came from Connecticut. It's chilly there Whoa. compared to here. Okay, <laughs> You need at least 30 days slowly getting acclimated to the Texas environment, if that's you. If you have been here and you're normally a 5 or a 6 a.m. bird and all of a sudden you decide to do the 11.30 to the 4 p.m., 
Oh, you're not acclimated for that. You gotta I've be really that. cautious. It's not fun. Yes, you gotta be very cautious. So just make sure you're aware of those things and what you normally do. And if you need any guidance, as always, we're always here. Okay. Um, and with this heat, um, it could bring some unknowns. Yeah. Uh, uh, so let's uh, dive into a little bit about this, some mindset stuff for potential challenges yeah, that, so that could face us. You guys, you know, most of us have witnessed this winter storm that we had. Uh, now we are preparing for a, what I would say a summer storm. You probably heard about everything that's going on with this potential heat wave that's coming. Maybe some power outages and, and, you know, we're trying to really conserve energy, you know, trying to be a collective team effort here. But just kind of prepare for that. You know, there is a high possibility and a chance that, you know, we lose power. We're stuck in environments where we're really hot and overheated and where we may even have to close the gym down. We never know. We had to do it with the winter storm. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I'm reading a book called Comfort Crisis, and I'd really recommend it if you're a big reader like I am. And the author talks about how, you know, we're in a first world country. Like, we're blessed beyond belief. I've traveled all over the world. We, we are so spoiled. Yeah. Um, but we're so used to climate controlled rooms. We're always inside. The only time most of us get outside is if we maybe go for a walk or we're in the workout at Iron Horse. And, you know, we eat whenever we want. We have food readily available at all times. We can literally order our groceries to our doorstep these days. We sleep on comfort mattresses that match up our partner or ourselves. I like, love my mattress. <laughs> I love my mattress. And it's, it doesn't mean that we can't be appreciative and grateful for those things. But we also have to recognize when things happen outside of our control, like a potential electricity over you know heating whatever's going to happen potentially if that does happen we have to have a very positive mentality about it make the best of it accept that this is reality and just go with it and just kind of come together to be the community that we all know and love to come together to try to support one another and try to navigate the storm together bad things can happen and you can choose to look at them either way you can choose to look at it as a problem or a challenge and it's all that mindset thing yeah absolutely mm -hmm. so uh choose the challenge side and uh you can also choose to frown and be mad about it or you can also choose to just smile and grin your way through it yeah so and i mean and that's true with everything right i think we a lot of us here you know the community that we have here is i think very unique maybe i'm very biased <laughs> i love y'all um but you know, it really just comes down to anything else. If we come into a workout and we have a negative mindset or something happened in our day where like, you know, someone cut us off and our feathers are ruffled or something really bad happens where we, you know, we lose someone or that we lose a relationship or whatever it is. Like, of course we have this time where we have to feel what we naturally feel and process what we actually are going through, absolutely. But there also has to come a time where we reframe and we shift our focus. We try to find the lessons, even in a summer storm potentially. And, you know, just try to, to look at it as like, what am I trying to, to learn here? What is the lesson I'm trying to learn here? And once you know what that thing is, like go all in and just accept it and just, you know, surprise yourself. We're incredibly resilient beings, especially in this country. We have so much to like learn, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Um, so if it does happen, just, you know, that's what we're here for guys. We just want to let you guys be prepared, know that it's probably going to happen. And if it doesn't awesome, if it does, Hey, this is a great opportunity for us to better ourselves 
in some way, shape, or form we're not used to. Well said, Coach. Anything else you want to add? No, I'm ready to see you guys throw down in SummerSlam. Super excited. All right. <laughs> but that's, yeah, I think uh, I think everybody's getting a little excited for that, too. Yeah, it's there's going to be a lot of teams, and it's looking like it's uh, going to be a, a long, warm morning, but it'll be a lot of fun. So um, if you don't have anything else, we'll uh, shut this one down and uh, call it a day. So thanks, Coach. Yeah. We're, again, we're here. If you guys need guidance, let's get after it, and we'll see you all in class. Thank you for listening to the CrossFit Iron Horse Community Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure you rate it. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss out. We'll catch you on the next episode.